We just really need to not be awkward when we record. We just need to be ourselves. I'm never awkward. We literally could have recorded four podcast episodes today with all the conversations. But it was a little tiny bit random. But that's okay. We do, we do get we do get off on tangents. Maybe we need to develop an episode that is just random topics. Like a little bit like they did for Coffee with the Callers with the Google yeah, stuff. It was yeah. just like rapid fire. Or there's another famous Catholic podcast that I won't mention here, but they do like 10-minute topics. Oh. Yeah. Or just uh, maybe just a little bit. Like I think people would like to know more like about you. Oh, like personal questions that yeah, come like, out of what's a hat your, or something? Kind of. Like <laughs> random, like what's your favorite questions, but also like what keeps you cap? You know, just like oh, a few like. <laughs> working here. Because <laughs> some days you just have to show up. That's Oh, that should be our tagline. Yeah. <laughs> the Being Church podcast. Because some days you just have to show up. That's true. It's true. Let's see. I have a question for you. Okay. If you could have any job in the world besides the one that you do now and being a mother, any career, dream career, what would it be? Uh, Aid to the Pope. Aid to the Pope. Yeah, like, like can, I, can I just, like, can we just chat? Like, you just can want to I answer just his car- emails? Can I, yeah, no, can I carry your briefcase or your <laughs> anything? Just to, got- like, I would just love to just be around him. That would just be Pope my... Francis or like the Pope, like whoever's in the chair. Oh. Yeah. So you just want to be Jorge Bergoglio's yes. assistant. Like bestie. Okay, cool. No, no. I think it, no, no, no. More and more stuff that I read, quotes that I am inspired by are Pope Benedict. So maybe it's just the Pope. He was pretty great, actually. He maybe gets a bad it's just rep, the, but it's... He does get a bit. Well, no. It just depends on who you talk to. It does. Current it Pope. back to our that, yes. conversation earlier. Current Division. Pope. Sometimes... Bad rap. Last yeah, it's pope. True. Sometimes it just depends. Like true. whoever you're, whoever I'm team, everybody. <laughs> I'm team Catholic. Yes. We should do an episode one time about the divisiveness. Yes. That would be really interesting. and how to live in the center, just yeah. in general. Yeah. The the center is a hard place to live, but I think more people live in the center than than we know. I think just my friend always says that the 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 people that are on either side are just the loud ones. Absolutely and, and true. everybody I mean, it's the same who's with politics, right? right. But it's absolutely true. Everybody who's in the center is just they have their head down and they're doing the work. Trying. I think. Really trying. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do yeah, that's fun. Questions. I like that. Yeah. We'll and we'll and we'll have like Krista and Marie and other staff members ask just random questions <laughs> of us that they'd like to hear. But no like we're doing their work. No. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh so you just celebrated a, a pretty special milestone. Yeah. In your marriage, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We've been married fifteen years, and it you seems and like you have been married fifteen years. You know that's Thursday. Uh, more than half my age, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Tom is such a baby. Not much. Not much. Just oh more. my gosh! Goodness gracious! Yeah. So we celebrated fifteen years of marriage, and it feels super long, but it also feels very short. That always happens. Yeah, and I want to talk about it because I, I just want to know uh, how you did it and, like, how you're doing it, you know? Like, we talk about marriage and relationships and, like, I don't know. Especially, I think a lot of my friends look at it as, like, the old ball and chain. You know? Really? And nothing. Yeah. My Wait, heathen, but are you my talking? heathen friends. Oh. My heathen friends. 
Yeah, no, not my Catholic friends. My Catholic friends love marriage. I can't get enough of marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. be married when they're 12, you know? Not really. That's <laughs> illegal and weird. I'm sorry. Don't email him. He was, he was joking. Forgive me. <laughs> Edit out. Uh, but no, I think a lot of my friends who are kind of like, you know, who aren't faithful people or are just trying to trying to do their best. Yeah. They look at marriage and they're like, ah, it's kind of like, you know, a burden and like, I don't know. So I, I just wanted to kind of start a conversation about how you guys did it and what made it work? And- well, like I, I this is I always say stuff like uh, I um, don't know anything really. It, that's the best way to preface stuff because like marriage is super intimate. And it's like one of those things that you can't like say. Well, you do X, Y, and Z, and of course, whatever. Right. Right. So I always try to preface that, and and fifteen years isn't forever. It's, no, it's a good amount. Have been married longer, yeah, way longer, yeah. and are way wiser. But um, I think that you just you embrace the sacrifice. At some point, you understand that you that you have to love the sacrifice for love of that other person. You have to love, yeah, laying down your life and laying down your uh, what you want first. Yeah. And I mean, I think that you guys, you and you and Junior definitely, I mean, your faith plays a big role in that, right? But it's, it, yeah, it seems to be all, I'm not married, so I'm just kind of spit on, but it mm-hmm. seems to be like, it's all about, <laughs> what can I do for you today? Right. Well, uh, the kids, the kids teach you that real fast because they're kids. And so when you, ha- when you start to have kids, you learn real quick, you have to lay down your life. But when you extend that, uh, you extend that grace and that mercy to your spouse, it definitely helps. Yeah. I so remember earlier I was telling you about me and Emily's dating history a little bit. Oh, yeah. One of the one of the things that was really hard for me in our relationship, um, especially in college, was I I really ran into this issue of like um, I'm not getting enough out of this. Like I felt like I wasn't being fed from the relationship, but the, I really struggled with this. I was like, I feel like I'm not being fed. Like I feel like she's not hearing what I have to say or what I have to think. And I struggled with this because I was like, I know relationships are all about dying to yourself. <laughs> but you also need to. But like, can someone love me, please? <laughs> right? Like, and of course, she's great. Like, yeah. I'm being unfair. But I really had to learn about that. Like, so what, what has that been like for you to the extent that you're comfortable sharing? Uh, it's definitely, oh my gosh. Maybe I think uh, coming from a place of gratitude always helps in in the dying to yourself because um, I think when you really kind of look at the at the goodness in in your marriage or the goodness in the other person, like this part of this person, um, I'm so grateful for you know Junior's like the ease of his temperament or the fact that he's willing to work so hard. Um, for for his family just small things like I think being super grateful in in small things that's actually one of the things yeah that I that I expressed the other day when I was um when I, I was kind of commemorating our anniversary on on social media that was one of the things I said is that you know you know our son has a couple casts on and he can't move around too yeah. much and just in the middle of the night my husband gets up and he carries him and gets his his meds and you know, it was a big old teenage boy and just, just being so grateful for that little act of love. Um, when you're, when you're grateful for the person next to you, I think that you're willing to like lay down for that person because all of these pieces that make them special, you want to honor that somehow. And I think it's easier to 
just, I think I'm just a huge fan of gratitude. It makes you less negative. It makes you less pessimistic. You know, hope and gratitude are the two places that feed my soul the most. That's why, like, if I get off on, like, a social media binge, I can see myself pulling away from my core. Because Mm. hope, Mm. hope and joy and gratitude is not. Doesn't exist on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not, like, what drives it. Yeah. So if I return to myself and if I look at my spouse and my children through a real, um, and people who have been through like married people, married people or, or, or parents who have been through very difficult things, either in a parent child relationship or like an illness or a marriage has been, has struggled, then their lens of gratitude, the threshold is super low. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, you're wonderful. And I'm going to do like, I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I think that's pretty wise. I know you don't know everything, but I think that was pretty wise. Like, to be just, it just goes back to, like, noticing, right? And to seeing those things and to understanding, like, this comes out of a place of love, right? Like, what Junior's doing for your boy and for you and for all this stuff. I know it's had a a profound effect on you. And, like, you've gone back and reflected on that a lot. Um, Well, and also your expectations, like, I think we're just, as a culture, a little spoiled, like, with what we expect another human being to... What do you mean? ...provide for... You know, like, why does my... Like, if my husband doesn't get me roses every Valentine's Day or whatever, <laughs> yeah. does that... Is that, like, a... Is that a little bit of a ridiculous expectation that my husband needs to be able to this, this, that, and the other to prove... Well, right. Of course, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you if he doesn't get you roses. Right. I just, I, I, I just think that like the measure of what love looks like is off. Like the way that we measure how a human being loves you is off. Like love is technically uh, willing the good of the other. Well, right. Right. And that's yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's way over sentimentalized. Mm-hmm. Sentimentalized. Sentimentalized. Yes. There, there it go. is. Uh, it's over sexualized. I got yeah. that one right. Uh, but it's like. Yeah, what what is love actually? Um, and of course, you know the churchy answer is like, oh, well, it's, it's laying down your life for the other. It's right. it's the cross. Right. Um, but that doesn't translate to a lot of people's like. I don't know, like, like sacrifice know, what? Right, but I know a lot of like people who are married and they're not married in the church. Um, friends of ours that we've met through all sorts of places, and and the theme runs the same. What whatever you call it this ability to put yourself second or in the Catholic, yeah, last (laughs) in the Catholic circles, lay down your life. Like to me, that's one of the most important aspects of a healthy marriage. So can't you get that from a friendship? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So how do you know when like you found the one, right? Someone on staff said this earlier. You were like, where are you going with that? But, no, no, no. Like, yeah, I saw that was a good, that was a really good segue. Thank you. But <laughs> seriously, because it's like, if you can get this from other people, or if you can get, if you can get this, even the way I'm talking about it is, right. is affected by the world. If, <laughs> if you're going to lay down your life for somebody, if you want to put your friends before you, if you want to sacrifice, like, of course there's certain things that belong. We believe there's certain things that belong in a marriage that don't belong in friendships. Right. But like, if you're just looking for like, emotion and support and like good relationships like how do you know when someone is not just a friend and is like the one 
Well, don't you think? And I need to start answering this question now myself. Well, I mean, I just like, I don't know. Well, that's one of the things about the church that I love so much is that she really encourages or kind of wants us to discern things. Yeah. I think, you, I mean, I really, it goes back to like, okay, God, what's, what's your plan right. for my life? Are you calling me to, um, are you, what, what life are you calling me to? Um, so, yeah. and I, and I, and I, did I, did I tell you what Father Mike said about like the the vocations yeah. and verses? Go that, ahead and say because yeah, pretty. This is really cute. Awesome. Yeah, not cute. It's really smart. Um, so Father Mike Smith was uh, at Steubenville. Um, he was one of the keynotes, and he, he was he called uh, the kids up that were discerning priesthood. He got he had all the priests up there, and uh, then interestingly enough, he asked all the dads to stand up, and he asked the dads, you know, questions like. Uh, do you get to do whatever you want whenever? And they're like, no. Do your wives sometimes ask you to do hard and ridiculous things? Yes. Do you ever get to take a day off of of being a dad and a, and a husband? And they're like, no. And Father Mike looked at those young men and said, to be a man of God, to be a man of virtue, you have to die to yourself. That's true. And he put one hand towards the priest and one hand towards the dads. And he was like, pick your poison. And then he dropped the mic. And then he dropped the mic and he walked away <laughs> with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> you know, that's funny. I, I told my friend about that today. He and his wife are like trying to decide some pretty big stuff like kids and moving and where are we going to live? And a lot of it, I love him very much, but a lot of it has to do with like his desires. Not that his desires are bad, but right. I was like, dude, this is your job now is to, to die to yourself. It's, it's hard. This, this sacrifice is hard. And I think that it goes beyond just friendship, right? And there's, because, because if, because there's this element of like, even if you talk about relationships to sacrifice, you're talking about it like, I think a lot of times you talk about it like, what can I get from me, for myself? Like, are yeah. you going to sacrifice for me? Right. And we don't really reciprocate. Right. And so I think a lot of that plays out in this talk about like, uh, is there one person out there for me? Like, right. Is there a soulmate? Right. Where's and, my soulmate? And I hate, <laughs> I hate that. I do not believe in the whole like soulmate thing. And you said that you like had, you kind of, Oh yeah. Back at and the forth. beginning. Back in the day. Yeah. Back like, in yeah. the day I was like, so I was like, you know, heart eye emojis. And I was just like, yes, yeah. Junior is my soulmate. Like, right. you know, we, it sounds very, it sounds appealing, Right. And um, like we mean well by it, right? Right. Like we do. So, I don't soulmates do not exist. And this is Tom talking. Right. This is not the church talking. Like I don't think the church says yeah. anything about this. I think I think this church wants you to be in love with Jesus well, first. Right, exactly. Right. Like so when we say so like I know it's just something silly we say, and when we say it we mean like there's someone out there for you. Right? Like we're well intentioned when right. we say that. And he's Jesus. Well <laughs> right. Like think about it. Like what does it mean to be a person's soulmate? It means to like have your souls match up perfectly. It's a lot of pressure. And I mean, you've been married for 15 years. Have you and Junior souls that are matched up perfectly? I don't, I don't think I so. I think that we have learned very through sometimes in really hard ways that nobody will ever fulfill you completely. Exactly. There's a, you know, that corny saying of, of the God shaped hole in your heart. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Like there's, that isn't going to be fulfilled. And, and I've actually learned that not, I used to think I had to have one kind of friend yeah. even that would fulfill 
yeah. me. And I've realized, oh, no, no, no. I have a friend that really challenges me here and one that really, you know, so just this idea that one human being is supposed to be the answer to everything. How could someone do that for someone else? Like that's the undue pressure that's put on relationships. Not just. And it's and it's like, it's it's me, not you, right? right. That, that soulmate talk, it kind of leads into this. Like when we say like, oh, this person's my soulmate. Or like, when am I going to find it? It's all about me. And it's not about like the other when person. Are, yeah, when are you going to match up perfectly to right. what so, I, I, mean, think I think I need? I think that language is like inherently opposed to, I mean, like I'm being a little dramatic because like a lot of people use this language innocently, but we need to think about the way we say things, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and the thoughts and dispositions we have when we approach, when we approach things, especially our relationships, our soulmate is God. We're, we're made with this image of God impressed into us. It's like a mold in a cast, you know, right. like a fossil. And so that's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking to match up with. Right. And other people, when, other people get us there. Right. So other people get us there. They do not kind fulfill of our job. us. Right. Exactly. Right. right. So it, it took a lot of learning and it was a process for us to realize, Hey, my primary job is to get you back to the, the one who loves you best and most. Exactly. So like exactly. whatever I do in my life should, um, should be that as its goal, not to completely 100 percent try to fulfill right. every I, I mean that's the you. that's the perfect perspective I think we have to have that like this romantic individualism thing right uh it's unhealthy right and it puts a lot of it puts a lot of negative pressure on a relationship and so the goal is to to bring like if you're just focused on yourself like it's it's hard to see the other person it is right. hard to sacrifice that is when things get a little stagnant you're like I actually What's saw a meme here? today. It just like oh, that was just yes, it was just like that. It was like, you know, me me and it's like ask God for a perfect guy and then and then this perfect guy shows up and then me to God. Like the next thing is like, oh, but he's five nine. You know? Yeah. It's like okay. Yeah, and right. That's right, kind exactly. of how it is. Like exactly. it, it's not gonna it's not gonna look how you conjured it up in right. your head. And I'm not we're not saying obviously like don't date or don't like look for the person, right? Like you should and they're there is a person who you match up with. God has a plan for you. Like right. God has a plan for all of us. He wants us to be with someone, but he wants us to be with someone so that we can get to him. The person who's going to get us to him and we get them to him. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Who exactly. we can run to God with together. Right. I mean, I think it's, if you and junior are doing that in your relationship and you have been doing that, that's, that's awesome. I think we've learned more and more that that's where our true, like to try to put that whole thing on you know, for me to say, this is on your lap. My entire self-esteem, yeah, self, <laughs> my entire self, you know, is on you. Like me feeling totally and utterly. Now he does contribute so much to um, how I see myself. Sure, of course. But again, that should point me back to who God created me to be. Well, yeah, it's like that relation. Your relationship with God has to be primary, right? Like. God has to inform who you are more than Junior does. Right. How that's super. That takes a. I know. I know. And ridic- it's so easy to say. It's so. It easy takes to a say. ridiculous amount of like attention of and work. Well, and, and like, how do you? Yeah. Like, what what ways have you found that work to do that? Because I hear that all the time from my Catholic friends. Like, oh, you know, I just want to get her to heaven. <laughs> I want to get him to heaven. It's like, oh, cool. You're just gonna like Google Map it. <laughs> like, come on, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. What is that? How do you do? that gosh i just think that like 
We always, I feel like we just need to rename this podcast community. I, I know, I know. It always goes back to like there's a where you're, like, yeah, that's true. It's trademark. Um, I think that you just have to have, your whole life has to have people and a parish and a, I just, there just has to be people around you that are, are on the same train and are like, hey, yeah. Like we're going this way and this is when we're, and when you step out of like yourself, that they prod you gently back into yourself. I, I don't know how people try to get through married life, uh, sacramental married life always like, that's the only, I can't talk about other married life. Yeah, I, I don't know. know what that is. I know. This is the kind I've embraced. This right. is the kind I, that you're living out. You've that is my, that right. is my jam. So that's, that's what I speak to, but. I don't know how to live a sacramental married life without having whew, a lot of help. Well, yeah, and you definitely have to have one person's help, right? Like Junior needs to be there. But it's also, yeah, it's so important that you have other people, girlfriends, guy friends, who can call you out, who know you in different ways from Junior. Right. Just as intimately, but different ways. And Absolutely. can say, uh, Elisa, right. <laughs> you're not being yourself. Or, or people who could say to me, like, Tom, what are you doing? Right. Like, check yourself, dude. There, there needs to be, I think there, and that just, it just really helps. I think you see, and that was kind of a caveat that I put at the end of my Facebook post for, for women who were discerning is that there can be this, like, I, like, like this is the ideal hashtag goals. And we, we compare like our marriages and we compare our relationships and, oh, they look so happy and look at, oh, look how much they hold hands or look that he buys her this or, and really like we, we don't know everybody's stories and, and it just it takes a lot like marriage that, that needs to be like a one chapter in marriage prep, like marriage, yeah. it takes a lot. Yeah. And it's not like for the faint hearted, it's not going to solve any issues. It's probably going to create more. Yeah. It's probably definitely more about hard work and, uh, just kind of getting through it sometimes yeah. than, than the whole soulmate. Yeah. You're in love all the time right. sort of thing. When the glow wears off, I'm sure it gets a little tough. When did the glow wear off? Like a year in, like two years in, uh, like the next day. No, no, no. It took a, it took a while. Really? Yeah. It took a while. To, I think we were super excited just to, um, you know, like when you don't like live together and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. you're just like, Oh, like perpetual sleepover this is excellent <laughs> like we we felt like we were playing house for a long time yeah. because it was all very super new and then like when you introduce kids to it and they're like oh my gosh these human beings are <laughs> amazing they're ours they're exhausting but they just are so amazing so yeah. so it took a it took a little bit for it to wear off. Well, that's but good. it does just so you know. It and wears then you off. have to <laughs> and then you have to re you you have to kind of refocus and um yeah. So yeah. that's why again, it's why really important to have people in your life that are like yeah. for you. Well, and and who will fight to who will fight you on on just about darn near everything to make you a better person. Um I've told Emily before that one of the reasons I know I love her and that I know that we're going to be, don't worry, I'm not going to do what we talked about earlier. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons I know I love her, and this uh, might this might sound weird and maybe not right, but whatever, I think it's right, um, is because we can fight. Mm-hmm. Is because we can work out our garbage and do it lovingly, um, 
but like always with the other person's best interest at heart. Absolutely. You know, not just, I mean, sometimes we fight for the sake of fighting and then we have to like, back whoa, 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 up. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> right. But, but when we, when we go at it, it's, we both know that like, there's some greater good involved here. It's not just because we hate each other. Right. Junior actually taught, Junior had to actually teach me how to fight, like the art of, you know, he just had to one day, I just remember, I was just used to kind of just being super combative and real emotional and real just like yeah. crazed almost. Like winning. You were care- you only cared about right. winning, right? Being right. Yeah. And I remember we were having an argument and it really was about something ridiculous and we were driving back to visit his parents and we were just dating. This was just dating. Mm-hmm. And I always I always tell my teenager, I was like this. Yip, 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 yip. <laughs> and I was just going and going and going and 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 I was yelling and he very calmly he pulled off to the side of the road and he looked at me and I was just like, yup, 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 yup. And he goes, you do know we can just talk about this. And literally mid yap, I was like, uh, my yap just, I just. Well, that's how you know you found the one. Yeah, because he just, he taught me that like we can, some of these things we can actually just have a conversation about. Yeah. You don't have to throw your entire like, I'm not trying to wipe, you know, wipe you off the face of the planet with this right. argument. It's I'm just, on your team here. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I say love that to, you. We say that, me and Emily say that to each other all the time. I'm on your team. Like, we got to figure this out <laughs> oh, because like it's, it's killing me. Yeah, That's I like one that. one of my go-tos just to remind her that, like, I'm not attacking her. I like it. The Hon, worst. if you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry that I use our relationship as an example sometimes. No, no, that's so good. I think that's so, I think that's really good. Yeah. I'm on, like. I'm on your team. Like, I'm, we're on the same team here. Like, we both want to get to heaven. Right. And we love each other. Ultimately. So, let's figure this out. It doesn't always work out perfectly. I just think you and I should just continue to use this podcast just to work Literally, on ourselves. Literally, it is therapy. It is free therapy. It wasn't free. The church paid for it, but it's therapy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Father James. Um, but it's like, it's so awesome. Whatever. And we hope it helps you out, too. Yeah. Or uh, at least some food for thought. Yeah. Get maybe. you thinking a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, we should probably wrap this up. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about something. I think yeah. we hit some major points. Yeah. So on the whole sunlight thing, like. There are just some really great people out there. The soulmate thing? Yeah, yeah. there's great people. And you should date them all. <laughs> Maybe then, not. And then discern. Not at the same right, time. Right. Not yeah, at the not same at the, time. Yeah, dis, yeah, discern. We, yeah. Soulmate is a little bit of a scary word. It's and a, lot. a lot. of I like pressure. To, yeah, I think it's in reference to God, not a person. Yes. Same. Now, after many years of thinking about it, same. Jesus is our soulmate. Oof. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check us out on social media, all the St. Louis stuff. Share us with your buddies, with your friends. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you next week. Uh, we're praying for you, and so go be church. <laughs> <laughs>